Why do I have the worst memory of all time? Because you're ginger. You know what, Keelan? I'm offended as a, <laughs> as a as a as a ginger and not as a ginger. Well, you dyed your hair ginger. And as a I did. I ginger I'm dyeing my hair. I'm dyeing my hair again. Oh, really? What color are you gonna dye it? I'm going blonde in uh, probably at the end of May. Oh, so you're just gonna like bleach or? Not bleach because I don't want to destroy my scalp. Mm. Um, and just also pour it, bleach on your head. <laughs> <laughs> just drink also, it, man. It's also, easier. I wouldn't I wouldn't look good with bleach blonde hair. Um, I know you should that go with like Robert Pattinson. In, Unless I got, I would time. never do that, bro. I think you should get a buzz and then dye it blonde, and then you can do, go as Eminem for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Should be played loud! Exclamation mark. I'm Keelan Ellis. I'm Ben Jeffries. I'm Will Gottlip. I thought you were saying, welcome back to this podcast, should be played loud. <laughs> yeah, we should just change the name to should be played loud. This, we should just, yeah. Welcome back to the podcast you all know and love, should be played loud. I don't know if they know it or love it. We've only been around for three weeks. I know. You know how, back like, at it again for episode four, baby. Episode four, baby. You know how you abbreviate like titles of stuff, like instead of. Instead of, if you were referencing, like, The Empire Strikes Back in an essay, if you wanted to do that for some reason, you could just say, like, in Empire, and then people yeah. would know, because you'd referenced it before. This this podcast, if you <laughs> wanted to cite it, and you, there was a second time, you would just do this. <laughs> well, in not necessarily, this because you don't call The Empire Strikes Back the... No, I'm it saying that called, that would be the word. Be that would be the I think it would be podcast. I was going to say it would be podcast or I should. Think it would be podcast I would, I would should, say yeah. played loud would be the. Oh, yeah, actually, like, that's probably mm-hmm. it. I don't think it would be played loud. This. I think it would be <laughs> in prefix. this. This be. <laughs> in this be a, like this if bitch? You were, comment down below if you were to pick this as the abbreviative <laughs> word. And if you did, then you're a bad writer. Yeah. You Sorry, suck. we don't want to work with you. Get out of here. Get out of here. Not like we're hiring writers, right? <laughs> I think this podcast is pre-written. Someone actually writes these episodes for us. It's great. Scripted podcast, scripted comedy podcasts are going to be the next thing. Uh, it's it's very generous it. of you to call this comedy. But, I would uh, call this comedy. I would just call it. I would just call it. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying this is. Co- I'm just saying. I'm just saying they will. Yeah, Stephen Colbert true. is going to have a show, and he's just going to be on a podcast, and he's going to say, "Hi, I'm Stephen Colbert. This is my new podcast." And then the pianist is going to be in the background, going like, <laughs> playing the motherless Brooklyn score in the background. It's just like, Shut up, shut up, John. I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I don't understand name? that. Pe- I don't know. John Baptiste, not John the Baptist. John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't understand that. John it's Pat so Pete's strange. Colbert. He'll say a one line and then just hear. Dun, 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 dun. I, know. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it like either. It. I'm sorry, Stephen. The roots are good. The roots are great. The same thing every time. Yeah. Carry over. Also, the roots are like they have like a great history as an artist. Like they've put out some really great albums. Like and they just happen to find themselves with Jimmy Fallon. I don't think he truly appreciates their talent. There's my hot take. Then with the, the scorching hot takes today. I think I would be a better host Jimmy of Fallon. the Jimmy Fallon show because I would uh, they should make it. The... They should make it the Will Gottlieb show. They should, <laughs> Jimmy, Will, I could Jimmy totally Fallon see or Jimmy other one. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel doesn't have. Oh, he does have a band, but they're not like the Roots. You know what I mean? They're not like. <laughs> they I, I didn't even know he had there. a band. He's a very small. He's a very small band. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure most live talk shows have a live band james corden has a live band i feel like you have a famous either I a pianist james or a corden i know you hate james corden i think i'm not his biggest fan either man. i'm not his biggest fan either but you know what the guy i feel like is he's he's not good in movies or tv and i think he he does well with his show and he has a very creative show and he's obviously has a great team working on it because a lot of his mm-hmm. like specials and everything that they do are genius like Car- carpool karaoke well, that's really is a smart. genius yeah. concept like it's yeah. so smart but as an actor he's not good I also just don't like him but, as a host. I find him but annoying. But I think he he is. I haven't seen much of his Broadway work, but he's I great in good. theater. Yeah, he would be I great in theater. He's a very theatrical kind of. Mm-hmm. I could totally see it. Actor as that, yeah. But just like how mm-hmm. like um, Neil Patrick Harris did not do a good job hosting the Oscars, but he's like such a great actor. You know, it, exactly. It all depends. Yeah. They're different skill sets. But I, I I listened to an interview with him by uh, David Tennant. David Tennant did like a no way, series really? of interviews, which was very 
nice. I would recommend those. It, they're they're very like. What was it with Joseph Gordon Levitt or with uh, or with, with James Corden? Corden, okay. It was like one of like ten or twelve. That's um, cool. And I learned that James Corden did stuff that was critically acclaimed before he got the show and before he did most of the stuff that we're familiar with him for, per, yeah. like us three. So that's true. Is your great choices. No, I didn't sound like it. Well, he oh. was in. He was in. Um, what was his big thing? He was in Into the Woods. Oh, yeah, um, he was in that. He was also. He was in Doctor Who. He was in. Do- oh he yeah, was? he was. Really? He was in that one episode with Matt Smith. He where was he played in a two episodes. Or, no yeah, yeah, way. Two episodes, and they came back later. He, or was it a two parter? Um, no, it was. It was two spaced out. Yeah. You know what he, seems um, like a. You know what seems like a fever right? dream. Yeah. You know yeah. what seems like a fever dream when that? Justin when Justin Bieber was in CSI. He was? Yeah. What? For like three episodes. And then That's he died. Very weird. Like they killed him off somehow. I don't uh, know. Like I remember I remember vividly there was this ad for CSI of like how old would he have been? He would have been like fifteen or sixteen. Fifteen or sixteen year old Justin Bieber in this like puffy gray vest at a crime scene. <laughs> And for some reason, that is so ingrained in my mind. That's so weird. And I never watched any of the episodes. All I know is that he died after like two or three episodes. I'm gonna what Google that. I want to see if I can find a picture of him in a puffy gray vest. I want to say I want to say it was CSI Miami. KFC. C- oh my <laughs> yes. god. Oh this my is god. such a callback. Now mentioned in half of the episodes. Uh, Justin Bieber gets shot in the chest. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. What Which CSI hell? was it? I'm curious now. Uh, it was... Um, can't find it. Well, if it. it was Miami, he probably wouldn't have been wearing a vest. He wasn't wearing a vest, my guy. <laughs> he was. He was. It's, it's summer. <laughs> I swear he was wearing a vest. Holy, he was Nobody's on... freezing to death in Miami. The only headlines I can find are CSI... Justin Bieber tanks on CSI. <laughs> Oof. <Ouch. laughs> that's brutal. Oh, my God. Wow. The poor Maybe that's man. killed him. Justin Bieber loves his wife so much. It's ridiculous. It's like almost Chance the Rapper levels of loving your wife. Because <laughs> like, I have no that idea what you're us? talking you about. Okay, that? okay. I can explain that meme because to you. Will Chance the Rapper. Rap, but... Will loves rap. So Chance the Rapper, he made three really great, like just awesome rap albums before he made his most recent. Technically, it's his like debut album because I guess those three counted as mixtapes. Okay. Technically, his debut album came out last year. It's called The Big Day. And it's the big day is a metaphor for his wedding day, I think. Okay. And all of the songs feature some element of loving his wife. (laughs) And it's just like all he talks about in his songs is how much he loves his wife. And it's great. I'm very happy for the guy. I'm very happy you love your wife. But shut the fuck up about it. We get it, okay? (laughs) Like, honestly, it got. That's why that album was so poorly received. One of the reasons. Other than, like, it wasn't a very good album to begin with. Mm. But the fact that you add another layer of just pure annoyance on it, because we get it. You love your wife, dude. How explicitly is he saying that? Is he, like, like, saying, oh my God, I love my wife so much? She's so good. She's, like, the best. Like, kind of, yeah. And he talks about, like, uh, one of the songs is called um, Found a Good One, and then in brackets, Single No More. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it sounds like a and parody. Exactly. That sounds and like one of those video came links out of that it. you don't want to click on the, on the exactly. shady website. <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy made a video uh, of this, like, parody Chance the Rapper song called Ooh, I Love My Wife. And it's just him, like, over some awful piano beat, just going, Ooh, I love my wife. I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So the moral of the story is, I love Chance the Rapper. I think he's a great dude. You don't love him as much as he loves his wife. I don't love him as much as he loves his wife. I don't think anyone loves anyone as much as Chance the Rapper loves his wife. That's nice. But But then Justin Bieber comes along. He also loves his wife. He does. Because he released... He he may have outdone Justin Justin Bieber he may have outdone Chance the Rapper because most of his album that he just came out that just came out on Valentine's Day of course was about his wife and hmm. then and then the man released an EP called Couple Goals just with the songs from his album directly about his wife <laughs> not even any new music he just took the music from Justin. his album that was directly about his wife and made it into an ep called wow. couple goals what was yummy about yummy was about his I didn't wife listen to it i didn't listen to it 
but I, I really hope it's not about his wife because I'm sure. Well, he goes like he he talks. It's it is oh it, it's yummy in a sexual way, not like I want to eat this delicious burger. Like no, it's obviously <laughs> obviously it's. it's, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben, for assuming that not every single rap song is about sex, but oh well. I'm, rap? Gonna, I'm gonna become a rapper and only rap about he not eating rap delicious anymore? burgers. Justin Bieber, he doesn't. He he's he does his he weird just, sexy rapping he just, where he like he's, oh, he yeah, likes you know, he like exactly. I don't call it rapping. I call it singing fast. <laughs> <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda would like to have a few words. Yes, exactly. I feel like they collaborate. Does oh, he rap Lin- or does Lin- he sing Miranda fast? Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda rhythmically speaks fast. Lin Manuel Miranda rhythmically sing speaks fast. Okay. It's, it's called Shingspiel, actually. I studied Shing-spiel. this in a Rhythmically musical. speaks fast could be a lyric in, in Hamilton. <laughs> That's just funny. Hello, my name is Hamilton. I've got a couple <laughs> answers, and i got to tell you, I rhythmically speak fast. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. i got to tell that, you, I rhythmically speak fast. On this episode. <laughs> When you said that, I just thought of that meme of Eminem, where it's like a screenshot of him from 8 Mile, and he goes, Hi, I'm Eminem, and I'm here to say, being homophobic is super gay. (laughs) I love that format. Hello, my name's Keelan, and I'm here to say that I'm drug-free in every way. Okay. That I speak rhythmically fast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can you give us your best rap? Yeah, I need to hear it. Because Will, yeah. everyone, everyone needs to know that Will's favorite <laughs> genre of music is rap. Uh-huh. I rhythmically speak fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough out of you, Wister Gottlieb. Get out of here. I just said, I just what, said what's Wister Will's rap Gottlieb. Name? What's Will's rap name? DJ Will. Miles Teller. Teller. <laughs> I think that would be his rap name. Uh, yeah, that's a joke, that's a joke that Ben's, no one gets. Ben's but... rap name is DJ Stimpy Fishlet. Ah, uh, there's a story behind there, this. Tell the story behind it, Ben. The story behind this goes way back to the year 2016. Year 2000. The year 2000. <laughs> where 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 Keel and Ellis and I Morning had met 2K. for the first time. Exactly. Um, and we were in this. Um, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. This IES class. Mm. Oh yeah, because I talked about schizo. It was the Yikes. class where I made that that terrible, god awful, godforsaken movie. God-forsaken. Um, but anyways, I love for the phrase, some reason... Go, wait, sorry to interrupt. I love the phrase God forsaken because literally it means that God <laughs> left it behind. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did, to be fair. It's, it's a piece of literal trash. It is. Um, basically, uh, for some reason, I forget. I think it was because I, I was composing something for the movie. And I was like, oh, you know, it would be fun if I had an artist name. And I was, I was joking, obviously. I was like, okay, I got to make an artist name now. And then we went through all these artist name generators, and then we found that it was Rap Name Generator. And I was like, okay, this has got to be it. And I clicked it randomly, and the first one to come up was DJ Stimpy Fish Lips, which <laughs> so I, I I don't know where that came from, and I don't know like how they came up with that. I didn't have to answer any questions or anything before I submitted this generator. It was just totally random. But... That became, like, my nickname throughout grade 9 and, like, the early grade 10. Keelan would just call me, like, Stimpy or DJ Stimpy Fishlips. You can hear it on the uh, our early podcasts. Keelan calls you that all the time. Yeah. Almost oh, yeah. Week, like, all oh, the time. Oh, God, because there's that, video of, there's that video of uh, me, like, oh, every... Oh, I, I think I'd outro every episode by saying, like, I'm re- releasing a mixtape. Mm, um, yeah. And then you would never let me tell me... You never let... You would never let me say when it was because you'd always cut me off before I got exactly. to say it when I'm releasing the mixtape. But yeah, that's how it started. Uh, anyways, uh, Ben and I watched Midsummer last night. We did. Uh, obviously not together, but no. uh, it was the but first time spirit. I exactly. It was the first time I had seen it, and the second time you've seen it, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> it was an experience. That movie, man. That ben, what, movie. what did you think of it? Oh, I, 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 I can't even, like, I know it's, it was cheesy, but Keelan saw me afterwards oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was you like, I like you had just died and come back. Like, dude, it was, crazy. it was like, I swear to God, that movie like really put me in a trance almost like it was so, it was so, so strange. Like I just kind of sunk into it and was just let everything happen. You know what I mean? It was one of those where I, I barely looked away at all, even though it was horrifying to watch yeah. just because I was just like, I, I need to take in every moment of this. Um, but I, I absolutely loved it. 
uh, we talked about it after, and we kind of both agree that it's not really a horror movie, more I as it is, it is more as it is a thriller, mm-hmm. um, because it, it's not it's not objectively like scary. It's just like 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 scare. I feel like scary and like disturbing. They go hand in hand, obviously, but Midsummer does the disturbing aspect of it so well. Have either of you seen Seven? There's like no real jump scares. I haven't seen Seven. It's like, well, anyway, it's like Seven, kind of, where it's not really scary. It's more deeply disturbing. But Seven is more like thrill, even more thrillery than Midsummer is, because I don't think Midsummer is very thrillery. It's just not very horror-y. It's, yeah. I think it's like, I honestly think Midsummer's just a drama about mm-hmm. culture shock yeah. and breakups. Like, honestly, yeah. Yeah. it is just them being exposed to a culture that's super unorthodox. There are some cultures that practice stuff like that. Yeah. That's just the case. And it's fucked up to them. Exactly. But, like, it's, I think that's kind of the point, is that it actually makes... I think that the film makes the argument that the way that they practice, like, emotion and the way they practice life is kind of beneficial in some ways. I think and, it's I, yeah. I think it's making a beneficial argument for that community in some regards. Jack Rayner's character has a line in it where he says like well, this is a spoiler by the way. Uh, spoiler alert. There's a scene where they like they don't kill the old people, but like the old people jump off a cliff and like immediately die. They're just kind of like accepting their death. And yeah. he has a line that says like, "Well, we put our elderly in nursing homes and they probably find that horrifying." So it was mm. just like that's like a I was like, "You know what? Like and then Florence Pugh looked, like, horrified when he said that. I was like, you know what? The man's actually, like, kind of making a good point. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just what they do. And they, exactly. like, they become accustomed to it, then that's the way it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking it's, of Florence like, Pugh. Who are we as, like, just, like, just Westerners to say what's barbaric and what's, like, acceptable? Exactly. I feel like there are better w- I feel like they could just shoot them in the head rather than... Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like it was a little like, much. It's a ritual. It's, like, part of their religion. And then it, they, like, like, bashed his head in with a hammer when he didn't die. I was like, ah... Uh, like, yeah it's a like bit it's, much it's, it's, yeah. it's fucked up it's fucked up I'm not saying but it's like obviously an over dramatization of like yeah. the idea of culture shock mm. but I'm saying like who's to say that like that's any different than certain Christian religions like we dunk babies heads in water to make sure that they're faithful when they're mm. first born that's kind of weird that's, like we're not true. killing people but like at the same time Christianity has its own rituals that are going to be considered weird from people who've never grown up around Christianity Agreed. and don't know what it's about you know I agree um, I was shoved into a kiddie pool with a rubber ducky in my mouth so that I would behave. <laughs> like, that's a weird sight. A little kiddie pool in the middle of a fucking church with a kid's head being shoved <laughs> up and down with a with a rubber ducky in his mouth. Like, what's the, that? Priest that's demanding weird. information before sticking your head in. <laughs> yeah, we basically waterboard babies. Like, that's really weird. I'm going to get shot now. I shouldn't have yeah, said that. By big religion. Um, <laughs> Keelan's review of Midsummer on Letterboxd is a quote from me afterwards where I literally said something along the lines of, I think Ari Aster is like, or I think if Stanley Kubrick and Wes Anderson had a child, it's Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. But he was brought up by like uh, R.L. Stein or something like that. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> like he's just, he really, like you can see the styles of, you can see his influence from both of them, like really, really clearly. And I think mm-hmm. that's so cool. Um, um, I want to talk briefly about his short film. Oh, you do Something that. Something strange about the Johnsons. I'm going to so, tune out. I don't want to hear right. this again. <laughs> so, Will, you've never seen it, right? No. Can you? Do you know what it's about? No. Don't be okay. easy on it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I told him. I said, please be gentle. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't like graphic. I'm not like graphic. It's like I'm just going to explain what the film is about. Just, because for those of you who want to watch it at home, skip this part. Like, skip a minute or two minutes ahead. Go into um, even maybe, less detail. That with than you did with yeah me. yeah I won't I won't talk about like the opening scene and shit like that good but like I I I watched the film and I legitimately regret watching it I think it's the most disturbed I've ever been by anything I've ever Jesus seen Jesus Christ and I've seen two Gaspar Noe movies uh so let's let's get into it what was the um, other Gaspar Noe oh you saw Love I saw Love and that movie's so weird that's just um, porn isn't it like, it's just <laughs> porn but that's like the point it's whatever it's I'll talk porn about that you can log afterwards on <laughs> exactly. exactly. I kind of want to talk about it afterwards, so I'll talk. I'll talk. It's on. It's on Netflix in the U.S. That's um, weird. Anyways, anyways, but uh, so something strange about the Johnsons is about a son sexually assaulting his father, like repeatedly for like thirty years. What the hell? I know. And it's so messed up. And watching like the description is like, yeah, it's messed up. But like watching the movie is just so like indescribably horrifying. Yeah, it's I would so... never. It's so much worse than any supernatural, like, shit. It's so much scarier than 
anything he's made since like hereditary it's it's just more fucked up it's more disturbing and it's more viscerally upsetting than anything in either of those movies apparently apparently he has an even more fucked up short film than that one really i I forget what it's called but i'm gonna look it up right now okay and it has and it has and it has and it's like i think it's only like eight minutes long um jesus christ and it's it has a similar poster to midsummer for some reason really um like the same kind of same kind of aesthetic i forget what it's called and i'm gonna look it up right now but you guys can that sounds horrible (laughs) yeah like i've never i've never i've never not wanted to watch a movie more than than that interestingly just just to like kind of one thing that i thought was kind of cool is that you can actually you can absolutely see the seeds of his like directorial vision growing in that one because like the film ends with again spoilers for something strange about the johnsons uh him and his mother having like a fight and then one of them gets like thrown into a fire like a fireplace Wow. Um, that's and it's a like lot. Very similar to the ending of of Midsummer, and there's head trauma in the film, which is similar to both uh, Hereditary and and Midsummer. Uh, it's called yeah. Mun- Munchausen. Munchausen? Uh, it's it's 17 minutes long. And oh my god, listen to the opening. I won't read the rest of it, but listen to the opening sentence of the description. A vibrant Pixar inspired montage. Think the marriage sequence in Up. <laughs> in which. A mother is unable to confront the heartbreak of her son leaving for college. Delays his departure by making him sick. Unfortunately, she goes show, so uh, goes too far. Is helpless to reverse what she set in motion and is forced to face the unfathomable consequences of her selfishness. So I feel like she kills her son. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Mo- I think the description just gave away the plot of this eight-minute short. Jesus I think Christ. so. Uh, but no. like, I was reading the letterbox reviews on it, and they're like, "This is actually the most fucked up thing I've ever seen." Like. This is ridiculous. And, like, it got to the point where, like, they didn't like it because of how fucked up it was. Well, you know what I mean? Because there's I a fine... You just said there. What did you say? I said... It, I was reading the Letterboxd reviews, and they said it got to a point where it was, like, they didn't like it because of how fucked up it was. Man. It's just, like... I'm kind of good... I like both of his movies that I've seen a lot, but I'm kind of good not watching any of his like really no. horrible stuff. Cause I don't want to see it I either. just feel like it's yeah. not necessary, and I don't yeah. Want to. Yeah. I, I kind of want both of you guys to watch Gaspar Noe's Love. I don't want to watch it. So I, I just I, I want to talk to someone about it. Because that movie, like, confuses me so much. Because the problems with the film are the very, like, the point of the movie. Mm. But I still don't like it. Yeah. Like, I, I understand basically the point of the movie. Like, it's real unsimulated sex between, like, all these actors. And it's about kind of like they they literally say the the thesis of the movie at one point in the film, and we're like a character who's a he, the main character is a film director, and he has a kid named Gasper. So oh my god! Fuck, fuck <laughs> off, bud. But like, and then there's another character in the film named No. Um, but, um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, for real. Gasper No is a massive narcissist. Yeah, holy shit. But um, is Gasper, it no, no or way. No Way? I, I think it's going, No Way. No Way. No right, way. Gasper, no way. No way. <laughs> Gasper, no way. Um, but, like, the point of the film, as put by this guy, is, like, why can't, like, sexuality be sentimental? Like, why is it always just porn or romance? Like, why is there not a balance? Which, okay. like, exists in real life, where sexuality is sentimental. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But making a feature film in which every scene is unsimulated sex, and there's, like, over 50 different sex scenes in the film. Oh, my God. I don't under like it seems desensitizing to the which is the point of his style is that it is desensitizing, so I don't understand how he's trying to make the point for sentimental sexuality when the film goes out of its way to be desensitizingly sexual. Hmm. And like I, the the main thing I took away from it, and I think I said this in my letterbox review, was that the like every sex scene becomes like a musical number in a really shitty musical where like every time you know one's about to start you're like oh god not again and, like because you can always uh, tell when a musical number is about to happen yeah. yeah the same way in this you're like oh yeah they're gonna fuck again aren't they and That's then a good when, analogy. when it's about to happen you're just like jesus not again but then you can't <laughs> not look because you're like what is happening why is this happening you look at all the bright colors and shit you know but like such weird it's just such a strange film there are absolutely like techniques in the film that are, are well used, and the, but then there's also a, a scene in which a man ejaculates into the camera, oh which is the only God. reason that Gaspar Noé made the film 3D. 
He made it 3D. He made it 3D, and it premiered at Cannes in 3D, so that literally a man just ejaculates directly onto the screen and into the audience. It's You're making what a great fuck? case for me being completely not. Yeah, no, I will not be watching this. I want to talk to people about it because I don't know anyone who's seen it. I think except for Ben Skanga, but like. Oh my I god! You could have a you could have an eight hour conversation. You could have an eight conversation eight hour conversation with Ben Skanga about that movie. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I texted Ben Skenga two days ago asking if he had uh, Twin Peaks, and he hasn't responded yet. So oh. <laughs> who knows if we'll ever talk to Ben Skenga again. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> man, oh, man. Um, no way. What a god. man. I want to see Into the Void still, but that's it. I want to see that too, but I feel like that won't be as horrifically unpleasant. At least it would yeah. yeah, No, it probably will be, but it won't be like... But it's it in probably the will have substance to it. can't be as it. fucked as the rest of his stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen watched the, uh, a short film of his called We Fuck Alone, and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It's not Bro, good. Is this, is this Bro, man, a sex, is this man a sex addict? I opened the like, link I from Twitter. I, no, I opened the link from Twitter that was like it's Gaspar Noe's short film, and it was on Pornhub. And I was like, okay, and I just watched the short film <laughs> we for 30 fuck minutes, alone. and it's just porn. Oh, dear. Wow. And I was like, this is not good. I remember I read when we watched Climax for the first time. I not well. I've only seen it once, but when we watched Climax, I I read this guy's review, and it was like a two star review because he didn't. I guess he didn't really like it. And he goes, "Dear Gaspar Noé, this is not a very good movie. It looks like you really want to direct porn. Please direct porn. I feel like you'd be really good at it." <laughs> if Gaspar Noé directed porn, which he did, but like if he directed commercial porn, that'd be the most make so the most, much money. That'd be the he most beautiful so porn in the world. Like straight up, that'd be that would be like fucking cinephiles will watch that porn yeah. even though the, even if they don't watch porn bro yeah <laughs> bella thorne directed like something she did porn, i know like what, what the it's fuck the it was frontier. probably i don't trust the final frontier anything i don't trust anything bella thorne does i um, i don't know who she is really all i know is that she was in that movie the babysitter that i watched yeah she she was a disney star uh okay. gone gone wrong <laughs> gone wrong gone sexual in the yeah. hood um um, but like I didn't watch it, but I heard that that happened, and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I, I mean, that's the yeah. that's the way that things are going, just generally yeah, like no. taboo wise. Oh you know? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I heard that they were like planning on partnering, like Pornhub was going to partner with like SpaceX or something and film something in zero gravity. No which way. Kind of so, crazy. That's so stupid. It's ridiculous. They're running out of locations. No. Well. I, they're, Who cares? This. They have this incredible part. They have this partnership with um, some environmental agency where they filmed like a porno on an island like that's filled with litter oh, to sort yeah. of represent like like uh, pollution and everything like that. And every view it got, they like donated a dollar or something to this agency or something mm, like yeah. that. Yeah, I saw stills from it, and it's like like they were kind of like censored up, but it's like this couple fucking on a beach, and like around them and there's everywhere, just garbage no, like, everywhere everywhere is garbage. And then there's guys in like hazmat suits like picking up the garbage. Oh. Yeah, the so it's like a juxtaposition y kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's smart. Oh, that's smart. I know that is smart, and it space. probably made a ton oh of my money. God, we spent a lot of money, and that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, dear. that would be, like, the first... I guess uh, we have no clue if we'd be the first people to have sex in space. People in the ISS could have fucked. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. They're probably not. It's probably against their contract. We don't know. We don't know. They're yeah, up but there they, for, like, what are they going to do? Who's, who's going to stop them? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Who's going to know? <laughs> yeah, but, like, they're up there for two years at a time. They could probably get lonely. I don't know. I don't know what they yeah, do. Yeah, that would, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> I like could being, never do that. Being in self-isolation, because it's crazy hey! out there. It's like we're in outer space, This is like the space, craziest bro. time, that bro. space thing, I would actually be very upset. I would be... <laughs> He's really? still talking about it. I'm, really? <laughs> I'm actually put off by that. I think that's really? horrible. Why? Why? Because it's such a waste of money. It's like, why don't you spend <laughs> that money on something else? And it seems like they you are, which is... which is. But, I mean, like, Pornhub has money. They might as well spend it somehow. Yeah, spend it on so. good stuff. Like, they, they genuinely... It's, it's interesting how they do a lot of, like weirdly good charitable work yeah but like don't forget well like that's their industry right it's not like they're viewing porn as a taboo thing like that's what what they work in they're gonna want to create new things and find new creative ways to make stuff because that's literally their life's work but just fake it people fake it all the time <laughs> that would be more expensive I, th- I think it'd be more expensive to fake zero <laughs> gravity just, than to do just... a commercial space flight because like virgin can do that 
Costs like and thousands they have, of, like they tens can, of hundreds of thousands. I know, but they have thousands. brand partnerships. Like, I don't think they're going to have to pay a million dollars to go into space to, like, not actually in space. Mm, like, they would just go um, to the stratosphere or whatever. No, I'm going to disagree with you on that. They have really? zero gravity simulations on Earth that people can do for, like, like obviously it costs a lot of money, but, like, yeah. it's nothing compared to going into space. Yeah. Like the stratosphere, <laughs> you can fly, like, a couple, like, high-tech planes up to the stratosphere. Like, how do you think astronauts train? Yeah, but it's like Ryan Gosling you... in First Man. Ryan Gosling in First Man. Oh, he like Ryan Johnson in First Man. No, but people Ryan use Johnson. like zero G flights all the time. Like I'm not talking about yeah. them going like to the ISS. I'm, okay. I mean, like you could okay. fly. That's what okay. I thought you meant. Like one of the Virgin planes, like okay. up to like that's ironic. Like, but, like the, um... up to the uh, <laughs> up to the stratosphere <laughs> and do like one of the zero gravity drops and like, like that film Apollo like that. 13 kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and like the that's what they would do. What was it? This reminded me like filming a zero G porno or whatever. What was the name of the dude who like jumped? Oh, Felix Baumgartner. Felix Baumgartner. Felix Baumgartner. Yeah. yeah, that's the, that's the only thing that reminded me of. He was crazy. That's insane. Yeah, I remember. We'll talk about I just, porn for too long. We should talk about. Something I know. Else. Yeah. Yeah. How about Felix Baumgartner? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Will, what? What? Okay, we wanted to do this thing, and we kind of started off a bit by talking with Midsummer, but most of us, uh, Will, ha- Will watches. Okay, no, I should. I both of you. <laughs> watch more movies than I do, but for yes. some reason I watch like movies three nights in a row and they've all been different from what you guys have watched. So we wanted to talk about the last three movies we watched because mm-hmm. they're all different. We talked about Midsummer already. That's the one commonality we have. So why, Will, why don't you talk about one of the last three movies you watched? What I watched last night? Sure. sure. Yesterday? No, I watched it last afternoon. Do Is this a guessing thing? Do I have yeah, to? Yeah, do, do the thing. Do that thing. Okay. Oh yeah. Like He's going to do a thing where... Like we we like to come title. up with yeah synonym titles for stuff. So for example, I think our title for first man was primary lad. Primary lad. Uh, <laughs> if Beale Street could talk was uh, the possibility that a street known as Beale could converse. I think it was. Yep. <laughs> Hold um, on, I need to pull up a thesaurus. Oh, call me by your name was refer to me as if your name were my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good one. We we did this during TIFF. If you couldn't yep. tell. In line, um, what just were like the other ones? long days. In line. Lion was large cat. <laughs> oh yeah, large cat. <laughs> okay. Which is also the name for Tiger King. So continue, yes. Ayo, go Ayo. ahead, Get Will. Okay, my my the one that I watched last night was uh this is probably gonna be very easy. I have a better one. Uh, Lunar Ascendancy Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a strategy game from the early 2000s. (laughs) Lunar Lunar Ascendancy Ascendancy Dominion. Dominion. Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. Oh, Oh, you watched Moonrise Kingdom? I did. Very nice. That's the first time you finished it, right? Yeah. I I watched it at camp except for the last 10 minutes, like five years ago. Didn't finish it. Did you like it, Will? Yeah, I did like it. It was really good. Yeah, I love that movie. It's great. That was one of the last three I watched. I loved it. Did not give was that in your recommended? Five star? No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was by... Not it, for me. It was, in, it was for me. Mm-hmm. I gave it... No, yeah, I gave it five stars. I think it's... I think it's my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Of the I ones I've seen. I back and forth between Budapest and Moonrise a lot. But mm. they both very, they're both very, like, sentimental films for me, but in different ways, so it's kind of hard to pick. You guys, for some reason... I don't know why, but I don't like... I do I do really like Grand Budapest, but I don't, really, I don't think I like it as much as you guys do. Yeah. Um... Like I it, gave it, it four and a half stars. And I I somehow, like I don't know what about it, but like it's just so like the quality I don't of it. Know. Yeah, it's my fourth favorite Wes Anderson movie. Whoa, Damn. ouch. Yeah, uh, um, behind number one would be Moonrise, then Isle of Dogs, then Mr. Fox. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't sorry, have don't much you to mean uh, Lunar Ascendancy? Lunar Ascendancy. <laughs> Lunar Ascendancy Dominion, followed by the outstanding Monsieur. <laughs> Monsieur. Um, what's the synonym for fox? Monsieur Sly Rodent. No, it's not a rodent. <laughs> it's an animal. Sly mammal. The Sly mammal. And and then uh, uh, islands uh, of filled with That's filled like with canines. I, oh yeah, straight filled with canines. <laughs> straight filled with canines, and then the epic. No, you can't uh, say the. Uh. Oh, an epic. Um, <laughs> Eastern European, Eastern European hostel, <laughs> <laughs> an epic Eastern European hostel. <laughs> Hell yeah! But don't forget about um. Uh oh, what would, what would <laughs> this go one through be? a lot of these. <laughs> I know it's too fun. They're fun though. Who cares? Yeah, uh, well, I rewatched 
Uh, I rewatched uh, June twenty first celebration with Ben as we talked about, uh, and I I also rewatched uh, the large illness, <laughs> aka <laughs> the big sick. <laughs> Correct, because I wanted to show it to my sister because she hadn't seen it, and I love it, and she loved it too, and that was fun. Hell yeah! Hmm. yeah. Uh, and then today I watched <laughs> a hmm. How do I do this one? Oh, I have one. Do it. A shoreline ass. There you go. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Um, the beach bum. Oh yeah, <laughs> the shoreline, the shoreline ass. <laughs> I I really liked the beach bum. I thought it was I thought it was like unprecedentedly heartwarming. Like it was just mm. it was so. Str- I did not see that coming either. I thought it was just going to be like a good feel kind of movie. A, feel, a good feel. A feel, <laughs> a feel good kind of movie. Just like really good vibes in it and I everything like that. Feel. And obviously it was that, but there was so much more to it. And it it like I. I swear to God, if someone told me before I went went into it that Terrence Malick directed it, I would believe them <laughs> because the way just because of the way it is shot. That's hilarious. Because it reminds me a lot of Song to Song, and I hate Song to Song. Like I hate that movie with a passion because it's just like this really far away shot. It's like awkwardly far away shot of Ryan Gosling saying something, and you can't hear a word he's saying. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, great. It's so bad. But the Beach Bum is shot kind of similarly to that but you can understand what they're saying and it cuts like the oh it's it's edited so well it's it's so good hmm. if terrence malick directed that it would be his best movie Damn. <laughs> yeah but instead harmony kareen did it yeah which Fantastic. is like it's the first movie i've seen by him and i know i loved it yeah. also strangely really good cast i didn't i didn't know all these people were in it but it's matthew mcconaughey snoop dogg yeah, um yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Jonah Hill, <laughs> Zach Ef- Efron, um, oh, and I forget, I forget who the guy who plays this character named Captain Wack is. Oh, it's, um, Bad Boys. Daniel Asbel. Yeah, yeah, it's the guy from Bad Boys. I forget his name, though. I don't know why it's not coming to me. Not, not Will Smith, but. Oh, I don't know the other guy's name. Oh my god. I don't know. I have no idea. This you is mean bad. the guy from Bad Boys for Life? The great hit yes, movie? Yes, the guy from Bad that Boys one. for Life. This, this episode Cap- is sponsored by Bad Boys for Life. Go see, <laughs> Go see it Captain Wack. Yeah, right now. Captain Wack might be the best character in cinematic history. Damn. Like, he's so funny. He's on screen for probably 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he has, like, these crazy lines where it's like, there's this scene where they go back to his house and they fry up a squid that they caught. And then he's, they're talking and he's laughing. He's like, oh, now I got to go feed my coke-addicted parrot. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he feeds his coke-addicted parrot. Cool. Wow. Guys, you got to watch this movie. I feel like <laughs> guys, I, I'm telling you, I have you have to watch this movie. I'm starting to sound like Daniel Asbel, yeah. but you have to watch this movie. Okay, I watched it. Watch Daniel it. As, Daniel I believe Daniel Asbel are also really likes this movie, well, right? His Will. name on Twitter was Captain Wack for a while, wasn't it? Captain Wack, yeah. Uh, okay. I watched Italian <laughs> Vacation. Italian Vacation. What? That sounds like an Ed Helms movie. <laughs> <laughs> Italian vacation. Not quite. Yeah, g- g- give it, give it a couple whacks. Mediterranean trip. <laughs> the trip. Try to other Italy. ones. Trip to Italy. No, oh, the, that would have been great though. Italy. Oh, yeah. is it Roman Holiday? But that would, Roman Holiday. It is Roman Holiday. Yeah, Roman, Roman Holiday. Holiday. I watched that again. How was I haven't that? seen that since grade ten. Uh, it's good. It's it's not as good as I remember it being, but that's just because when I watched it the first time, I was just in love with uh, Audrey Hepburn. Uh, I still Fair. am. Audrey Hepburn Fair. is the best, but at the same time, it's a little bit slower than I remember, and the ending is a little like saccharine. So I was just like, okay, all right, move it along a little bit. But it's a charming, charming older movie. I prefer Sabrina, and I prefer Paris when it sizzles. I was stalking Keelan's letterbox, as you do, and I was as you, as one does, and I was scrolling through his lists, and I came across one that was like his best <laughs> pictures from 20, 2017 ranked, yeah. and the number ten, the number ten spot was Sabrina. <laughs> I don't know why. I must have added it accidentally to the wrong list, like, and I forgot. What to take is it this, out. Keelan? It's like he, he. You just said objectively, the post is better than Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina's a good movie. I really like Sabrina. You guys should actually watch it. I'd, I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. It's a really, really lovely older older hmm. romance okay. film. Uh, Humphrey Bogart plays the uh, the romantic lead, which is super fucking weird because Humphrey Bogart was like 55 and Audrey Hepburn was 24, I think, oh, when boy. they filmed oh, it. Oh, wow. And it looks it, too. And Humphrey oh, Bogart always looks like 70. So <laughs> anytime he plays a romantic lead, it's weird. Uh, but originally they were going to have Cary Grant do it, but I'm glad they didn't have it. Cary Grant do it because Cary Grant's way too handsome and it would have kind of changed the part a little bit. I love Sabrina. Interesting. 
He's in I gotta North watch uh, Cary Grant. Yeah. Who? Cary Grant is in North by Northwest, right? He is, and yeah, I love he's him. Great in I think that. he's he's amazing. He's so funny too. He's yeah. like comedic chops are really underrated. Is that your favorite Hitchcock, North by Northwest? Me? Probably, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of them in a long time. I know I, I didn't seen like Vertigo. A lot I didn't of them love period. Rear Window. Oh yeah, you mm, hated Vertigo. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Will hates Vertigo. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to revisit it, but I. It was... I saw Vertigo. I saw Vertigo a while ago too, and I I barely remember it, but I think I gave it like four stars. I gotta hmm. watch Psycho still. I'm that was like on I my. Watch Psycho. It was on my assigned watching movies for uh, one of my classes this year, and then I just didn't. And watch you never it. did. I. I, I didn't think... watch any of my assigned watches. If I had, I would have watched like four <laughs> Marvel movies, including Black Panther and like Winter Soldier and shit like that. I don't know why. Really? They were, my... they were both uh, required watching in my politics and film class. What the hell? I know. That's so weird. Al- along oh, with like war games and shit like that. Like Wasn't, actually classic watch... political movies and then Black Panther and Winter Soldier. Because Didn't I guess, you watch I don't know. Yeah? Joker for your film class? You watched Joker, right? So here's the thing. My <laughs> politics class, we had the choice of watching like... Uh, what's the Capernaum or a fantastic woman like all these films that tackle important social issues and then he went and saw Joker <laughs> and the man was came back and said Joker is one of the best film I've seen in months it's oh incredible my. it's one of the best social film in ages please watch he's not Russian I just doing the I was like yeah he's why are you, like why Quebecois and Brazilian and he's also a like, Quebecois <laughs> separatist okay. he's a fucking weird dude but oh, like wow. he's like he comes in he's like everybody watch Joker it's incredible it's great film and then uh i was like i've already seen joker so i'm just gonna do that so that i don't have to watch it again for my essay and then i did that and i got an 80 and i was wow. happy boy. cool yeah, i'll take an 80 yeah, i'll take, take an 80 80 and 80 is like the 95 of, of university it is. <laughs> i have not gotten lower than an 81 on any essay i've handed in this year but i've gotten that's a like, huge i've gotten feat. a couple like 50s and 60s on quizzes and tests because i test very yeah. badly hmm. I feel that. Yeah. I also essay very badly. I'm just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, C's there's get my, degrees, boy. C's get degrees. Ex- C's indeed you get degrees. Yeah. And I'm um, and 80s, for that. 80s get a scholarship if I can hold them up. I uh, there's a Straight there's up. a lot mm. of pressure because like I wanna I wanna like get an apartment and stuff like that next year. So mm-hmm. I'm busy trying to like the way the Ryerson entry scholarship like shit works is that you have to like if you go into I had a, a 95 average out of high school, so I got the the four thousand dollars scholarship, <laughs> bro. I had to go like beg some teachers for some extra percents to no, make that I feel happen. That. I went in and I was there for six hours begging teachers, and it worked. This guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out yeah, because yeah, this guy it. snaked me hard. We had this film history class together, bro. and Keelan never showed up. I never like went he was there. He was there. He was there half the time I was, and I didn't show up that frequently either. <laughs> but I had, I finished with a ninety-eight in that class, and then Keelan freaking begs our teacher to up his mark to a 99 Just, i needed oh. th- i calculated it and i needed one percent from three different classes to make it a 95 overall so i went to her i also had a 98 in that class because the assignments were a joke and i went up to her we they lo- were- <laughs> i loved our teacher miss finley so nice. if you're listening to this i which love you, you are incredible i loved you you are the best our assignments were to literally sit in a circle and talk about the movie Wow. It was so, so easy And then write like a, a paragraph it. about our thoughts. The only reason mm-hmm. that was a challenge is because I didn't watch any of the movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, but I still but got a still 98. Did them. I, yeah, I did them. I, oh just, I want to get the marks. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to go to the class, but I did the work. And I did research. Like, I probably spent more time researching the damn movies I had to write this shit on than going to the class. I feel that, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I did the work because I wanted the marks. And then I went to her at the end of it, and I was like, I need 1% to get a 95 overall and get an extra $2,000 scholarship. And she's like, yeah, all right, have it. The best. <laughs> I was, yeah, she's the really way, nice. But like, the way my, yeah, go ahead. Oh, you, you finish how your scholarship works. Cause I was going to, yeah, basically it's like, an, if you get a 95, it's two, uh, it's 2000, 4,000 bucks. And if you get a 90, it's 2000 bucks. And if you get an 85, it's 1000 bucks. Um, and then as you go through Ryerson, it's renewable every year. If you stay above a 4.2, GPA, you'll get the four thousand. If you stay above a four point oh, crazy you expectations! Get oh my god! Yeah, we go up to a, we go up to a four point three system. So do so do we? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. UFT, they just do four point Yeah, four point is the highest you can get. Simpler. Why four point three? I wish they did. I don't know. It's really it's weird. so weird. So it's, it's, is that like a one hundred percent or one hundred and ten percent? No, thing. it's like I think to get a four you have to have a ninety, and then a four 
three is like a 95 it's like above. a 95 plus yeah, yeah. Wow. that's the same Which for is, us because it's just because the discrepancy is so hard to get to in university i think they upped the like changed that so last Ooh, term okay. i had a 4.0 gpa and this term i don't know what i'm gonna have but i like the way it works is that if you go down a level in your scholarship you can't go back up like even if oh, wow. even if this year I got like a three point six and I and I got the one thousand dollars right, and next year I got a four point three, I I couldn't go higher than the one thousand ever Damn. again. It's oh really God. weird and I don't like it, but it means that I've spent this year like really stressed about like needing to stay above a four to make sure I get something out of the scholarship still. Yeah. Which True. is like really frustrating because a four is really hard to get in university. Four is hard as hell. Yeah. Bro. So I've been I've been like working my ass off on that. You want to know the standards of my scholarships? Yeah. Both of them, there are none. Bro, <laughs> it was just based. <laughs> it was, it was just based on entrance. Damn. Like I hate you. So all of mine are renewable. Um, the entrance. The entrance. Oh, okay. Sorry. The entrance scholarship I got for Queens was only for one year. Like, they don't have a renewable scholarship system there, but I okay. applied for an external scholarship through my parents' insurance or something like that, okay. and I got it somehow. Nice. Um, and that one that one is renewable, and it doesn't matter what my marks are. So in order to – I literally – the only marks I need to consider is I need a 2.6 GPA yeah. to get into my major, Bro. and that's it. But Damn. how much is the scholarship? <laughs> The, scho- the, the scholarship I oh it's it's eight grand whoa wow yeah, yeah. Dude, congrats that's awesome that's really thank awesome. you thank you yeah, wow. no I remember I remember I I got it when we were filming Nathan Daniel Phillips <laughs> like I got an email saying congrats you got the scholarship I was like what that's crazy, because dude. that's awesome I said sub- oh my god like it was it was re- it was ridiculous because I did not think I was gonna get it because the way it worked and I wasn't aware of this was it's a cumulative high school average not based on your grade twelve oh, really? and mm-hmm. my grade ten and nine marks were like total total garbage. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to get this. And then when I got it, I like lost my mind because I was like, there's no way I deserve to get this. But you were such like a goody goody in grade nine and 10. I remember you were like, yeah, in grade nine, I was, but in grade 10, it was just like things fell apart. I don't know what happened. (laughs) You were like the head of the Harry Potter club and shit in grade nine. Yeah. Oh my God. That fell off hard. Yeah. That did fall off hard. You know what? Since we're already at like a long time, let's, I'll talk about that next episode. Um, and you can hold me to that, but it's it's another memory I choose not to touch. <laughs> okay, but we're gonna make you pull through it. Um. So yeah. Yeah. All I, right. Oh, Will, did you have something? I regret did you have not to say before we applying to any scholarships. But I think by the time that that rolled around, I was just so sick of applications. Oh yeah. yeah. I just hated myself so much whenever I had to write. It was like, ridiculous. What's one conflict resolution scenario that you've done? Although I don't know why they would want to know that on a university application. But I, I just. Know. <laughs> I, I should have done it though because like what's the harm in it exactly well i had to write like four essays for mine Bro, i didn't like... apply to anything like i got my entrance scholarship right i didn't apply to any scholarships. Yeah. i was just so tired actually no that's a well, lie that's a lie is... i applied to three scholarships at northern and i didn't get any of them and i was really sad oh, i thought i, I had one in the bag i thought i had one in the bag and i was so mad I don't mm. know who got it. I should have applied to a Northern scholarship. Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't. I applied for one which was, like, in the arts, like, uh, having a significant impact on the arts community. <laughs> and I was like, I, that one. I can try at that one. I made no, a studio. No, yeah, Keelan, I was oh. convinced you would have got that. Bro, I was... And Cut I also, this out, I, but who, who won? I have no clue. I don't who know who won? got it. Um, I was going to say, I feel like the only person you could compete with on that is Kia Medlock. Yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> and she she yeah, beat me for was... most likely to win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, like, bro. Yeah, no. It was like, us no three offense, in the top three. No offense to her, but that was kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because it's because she's the the popular version of me. Mm. Because the two of us were like known in the school as like the only two people who knew how to work a camera. And then Will, you weren't like in the arts yeah. community at Northern, so like you were mm. you were kind of like in the science and, and business end. So you weren't really like seen as part of like the the drama and, and like film right. community. So that's why, like, it was going to be someone in the drama community would get that. And then Kia has yeah. also got the acting, and well, also yeah, she the, knows yeah. everyone. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess there so. Whatever. I guess my girlfriend won. I guess she beat me. <laughs> I guess she's going to win the Oscar. Sorry, Kia. It means, it means you're not going to win. It means you're not going to win an Oscar. <laughs> I'll never win an Oscar. I have, I have I'm going to win one, and then I'm going to go back to Northern and throw it at whoever ran the prom that year. <laughs> it was Lane McCrory. I'm going to throw it at Cooper's sister. <laughs> at Chris Cross's sister. That's a bad idea. I have one it's more one more movie that I watched, which I want you guys to, oh, yeah, yeah. to try and guess. Go for it. So the, the title is um, 
we can end after this. I just need to do this. It's okay. The World Trade Center pre nine eleven. That's your clue. Two thousand one is space Odyssey. No. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. No. No. Oh, the Lord of the Rings of the Two Towers. <laughs> hey, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> no, that, that should be a owner of several items of jewelry. <laughs> I did, 9/11. I didn't want to go <laughs> pre, all the way. Pre 9 11. Pre 9 11. Pre 9 11. Yeah. The well, film that was, was made in 2001, wasn't it? No, no, it was, no that it, was Fellowship. Well, it might have been filmed in 2001. <laughs> 2001 is Space Fellowship Odyssey. was 2001 is Space Odyssey. That's yeah. hilarious. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> Now let's wrap it up yes. because it's, we're getting long here we're getting and long. I have to edit all this. Hmm. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Should be played loud. Uh, I'm Keelan. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm Will. And I uh, sound like Jeff Goldblum in uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park, but that's okay. And everything uh, he does, actually. But that's okay. Exactly. But, but that's, that's okay. okay. But that's uh, okay. You were so busy. You were so busy wondering if you could. You, you didn't ask yourself if you should. And then you, you slapped it on the lunchbox and blah, 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 blah. I can't do that quote. But, uh, my lunchbox <laughs> has dinosaurs my, my lunchbox inside has dinosaurs. it. <laughs> okay, before you go, let's all hear your best Jeff Goldblum laugh in Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. I think you got it, man. I think you got it. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. The song used in the intro and outro of this episode is Jazz by Brother Vink. You can find his work by going to www.soundcloud.com slash Taco Bell is rising slash jazz. I'm rejecting this. I reject your hypothesis. <laughs> Brother Vink. I reject your hypothesis. <laughs> That's his actual name. I realize it's not just Vink. It's Brother Vink. It's Brother Vink. <laughs>